Hey guys, welcome to Chat with KST. It's your girl K. And today we're going to be talking celebrities. We're going to be discussing a series of celebs and what they have going on currently in the media, what controversies they're stirred up into. But before we jump into the celebs, I do want to advise those of you who are watching this on YouTube that this is a podcast. So unfortunately, you won't be seeing any visuals. What you guys see on the screen is what will be there the entire time. But nonetheless, stick around for this podcast as the podcast is a very good one. So let's jump into it. Orlando Brown. Orlando Brown is going to be on Bad Boys Texas. And I want to know how you guys feel about Orlando Brown being on Bad Boys Texas. But first and foremost, let's play this clip of him being bailed out of jail. Orlando Brown's not famous no more from being the child actor. Orlando Brown is famous for being in controversy. The first bad boy we bail out. Oh, for sure, right for sure. Right to the motherfucking show. Let's go, Let's go. I'm not a bad boy at all. I just call it like I see it. And it's not about bad this, bad that, yo. They came got me when I was in jail. Nigga, I wasn't getting out. Holy shit. I was shitting and pissing out of the same toilet that I was making my news in. Nigga, I'm trying to tell you some shit. Y'all niggas don't understand. So Orlando Brown says that he was basically peeing and doodling in the same toilet that he was making his noodles in. And he had no way of perhaps getting out of jail because of his circumstances and what he was in jail for. Now, let's jump into it and dissect it for a minute. Here's where I jump in and give my commentary. I don't think anyone should be bailing Orlando Brown out of jail so quickly. Being that he's the type of person who has proven himself to be like not rehabilitated he's been given many options to show and prove that he is going to be a better person and he is going to walk better as it pertains to society and he hasn't right each and every time he has been given the opportunity to prove himself he has disappointed everyone that has been rooting for him so I don't feel like Orlando Brown was ready to get out of jail but of course Zeus is going to do what Zeus wants to do and it's going to stir up controversy so of course Orlando Brown is going to now trend now of course Natalie Nunn she's the one that's in charge of it all so of course Natalie Nunn and him they're of course um together and they're seen together bailing him out But on the other side and on the flip side of that, I can also understand being in jail and being having to deal with these heinous circumstances of having to essentially, like he said, piss and shit where you're eating. You know what I mean? And no one should have to go through that. So should those conditions be looked into? Absolutely. There's no reason why there's anyone, any, we're not like when people go to jail, they're not animals and they're not creatures of this world. They're still human beings and they should be treated as such. So I don't feel like Orlando Brown should have been living in those circumstances, but I also don't think he should have been bailed out of jail for a reality TV show for clicks and views, because after the clicks and views go, he is still out and he is and still will be a menace to society if he hasn't learned from his past hiccups, right? But let's jump into another story, Bambi. Now, Bambi ends up issuing an apology for the whole Imani situation. And what happened was Imani was on her live and she was getting constantly bombarded with questions about Bambi. And she refers to that Bambi as that lady. Don't ask me about that lady, which stirred up some 
you know, some drama because then now Bambi responds and she captions her photo saying that lady. Then all of a sudden the people, uh, the she's commenting on things. Amani is commenting on things. Bambi is commenting on things. Um, Erica is commenting on things. Mama D is commenting on things. And now everyone is all commenting. Everyone is all going live, bringing up family drama, talking about who's sleeping with who, who isn't sleeping with what celebrity. And it's just a one big old mess right before Imani's prom. And I feel like it was kind of a suckish way for her to close out her school year and what she had to deal with being that she had to go to prom and right before prom had to deal with this drama and this controversy but Bambi did end up issuing an apology and I thought it was so sweet that she did that and her apology basically said sharing private moments is never a good look and goes against everything that family stands for I take full responsibility for my actions I have been doing my best to hold it together through my divorce and a few days ago I was triggered and I responded emotionally and publicly I am not proud of it and I apologize to everyone I at everyone I hurt and disappointed. I'm gonna I'm gonna take some time to get it together and work on being my favorite version of myself. It won't be perfect, but it will be me. And I can say I'm happy that she was the bigger person in this situation and she chose to apologize and say, hey, 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 you know what? I'm not gonna let this situation defeat me or debilitate me or take my reputation. I'm going to take it in strides and I'm going to push forward because the situation got really, really messy. She was getting accused of some things and she was accusing Erica of some things. So it got really, really messy. So I'm happy she was able to pull herself out of the mess and essentially be still be remain clean, right? Because she issued an apology. Um, I just felt like this, the situation got messy very, very quick. And I feel like the adults in the situation should have been able to say, hey, hey, Imani, I get it. You are now becoming a grown adult, but there are situations that is above you. And you don't get on the internet and you don't do this on the internet, no matter how you may feel about anyone. Um, and I feel like that would have been, and Erica did essentially say something along those lines, but not quite. She was just telling Imani not to argue with her and to leave that to her. But I feel like that wasn't trying to defeat or deescalate the situation. It was more so saying, no, leave her, leave her to me, leave her to me. Instead of saying, Hey, 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 don't bring family problems to the internet, which is more of a better lesson to be learned than any other lesson that she could have learned from the situation in this day and age, being that her dad is a star. Now moving on. Martin Lawrence, he receives his star on the Hollywood Walk of Flame, on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. So congrats to him. Finally, finally, finally. It's crazy. Sometimes when I see that these actors and actresses receive their stars, I'm like, wait, why didn't you get a star before? Like, shouldn't you have been had a star? But nonetheless, he has gotten his star. So congrats to him. Let's discuss Glorilla for a quick second. So according to the Shade Room, Glorilla Gorilla is being sued by an artist for allegedly stealing the sample of her for her hit song tomorrow. And this is what the sample sounds like. And this is what her hit sample sound like. Let me play it a quick minute. Hopefully no copyright or copy claim. Copyright claims don't come through. Hold on one second.
All right. So just for copyright purposes, I won't play too much of it. That was the that is those are the people who are suing Glorilla for their song, right? All right. I don't want to play too much of Glorilla's song either, just for copyright purposes, but. Do you I feel like they're 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 stretching here. I feel like Glorilla's song does not sound anything like theirs. I don't feel like their beats sound anything alike. I feel like they are reaching and I don't know. I feel like Glorilla should protect what is hers and not allow whoever these people are that are trying to sue her to basically confiscate what is hers and what she builds and and what they worked so hard for that was her hit song that everyone loved and everyone fell in love with her based off of and she did have um fnf but tomorrow is the song that really catapult her to another level so i just feel like um she shouldn't she shouldn't allow them to tarnish her reputation or take from her what she built so yeah fight fight for what's yours glorilla and don't let them take it because your song sounds nothing like theirs now what i want to say is i want to say shout outs to miss nikki baby congrats to her on her first child um with her boyfriend and this is what Miss Nikki Baby had to say. Big thank you to at People for giving us the platform to share this wonderful news with the world. My partner and I are excited for the next chapter in our journey as soon to be parents. So basically, Miss Nikki Baby is pregnant. So congrats to Miss Nikki Baby. Now let's jump into something a little bit more solid and a little bit more testy, testy, testy. Right. And I like to be very fair in my commentary and not just put out one side of a story, because if you do that, it defeats the purpose of media and what media is supposed to essentially be. So I always talk about Meg Thee Stallion and what Meg Thee Stallion says her part is as it pertains to this story between her and Tory Lanez. So I feel like it's only right for me to bring forth Tory Lanez's part of the story and what he recently had to say. So let me play for you guys Tory Lanez's letter that he mapped out for us. One second. Dear George Gascon. I write this message with the utmost humility, love, and respect for the remarkable steps that you've taken in regards to fighting for the justice of black and brown minorities. Today, I take a stance as an innocent black man, wrongfully convicted of a crime I did not commit. I've watched two district attorneys from your office by the names of Kathy Tarr and Alex Bott unlawfully misuse their authority to hide and suppress any and all exculpatory evidence that exonerates me and furthers my innocence. I was completely robbed and deprived of a fair trial. So on May 8th, my lawyers will be arguing a motion for a new trial. Not only do I owe it to myself to fight for my freedom, but I owe it to my six-year-old child, my family, my fans, and most importantly, the hundreds and thousands of black and Hispanic minorities that cannot adequately fight for themselves. For three years, the prosecution has manipulated a false narrative that has left me with no choice but to expose the practices, the behind-door deals, and the unjust system that was used to illegally convict me and countless other minorities. Dear George Gascon. We elected you because of your outstanding eminence and making fair and correct judgments in the justice for people of color. So, Mr. Gascon, I come to you today as a wrongfully convicted black man, not asking for sympathy nor compassion, but for you to simply do what is fair and right in the laws of California and most importantly in the eyes of God. We 
So that's what Tory Lanez had to say. And I just wanted to also read his comments, his um description, the basically the comments that he left under this recording. He says, until my court date, I'll be posting the outrageous and disgusting injustices used against me by the persecution to get the conviction they so desperately wanted, despite the evidence that they knew existed. Everyone, please let at Gascon for Lada know that I deserve my freedom and a fair trial. If this injustice can happen to me, it's happening to so many other minorities that don't have the finances or the voice to speak up. All right. So let's jump into it, right? Megan the Stallion says Tory Lanez shot her in the foot. Tory Lanez says that he is an innocent man. They've gone to trial, they've gone through all of this and Megan the Stallion still maintains that he's a guilty man and Tory Lanez still maintains his innocent his innocence because even the other day in the other podcast episode I was reading was from um Elle magazine where she where Megan the Stallion describes being a survivor and not a victim after her shooter essentially um, painted her out to be the worst person in the world to all of us, right? So she said not only did he shoot her, but he also tainted her reputation. But then now he releases something right after her and says that he's an innocent man. So I feel like it's just so confusing to see who who did what, when they did it, and how they did it. And it's like you want to trust in the justice system and says this and say that this trial was handled fairly. But then here comes Tory Lanez putting doubt in our mind, saying that there was evidence that was extrapolated, that was not brought to trial because of all the attempts that the persecution made to keep that information withheld from the public. So my thing is the only thing, the only option I would say, the only advice I would give to Tory Lanez is at this point, if you're already in jail, you're about to go to prison, what's the worst you can do? The worst you can do is tell what the evidence is, show and prove what the evidence is that exonerates you. And then once you can show us the proof that you're exonerated, then there's nothing that anyone can do to defile the truth because the truth will be the truth at that point right until you can prove that and say okay well here's the evidence because now now what you're saying is you're saying that there's evidence that exonerates you so my question would be from any logistic point show me the evidence that exonerates you Torlene's if you can show me the evidence that exonerates you and show me and make it make sense to me as the public figure then okay you know what let's go line up at the courthouse let's all wear free Tory Lane's shirts let's all do what we can to get Tory Lane's from out of jail because that's what can happen but if you can't show me the evidence that now exonerates you within these next couple of days, like you say you're going to now, what, 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 what is this? Was this just something because she now put something out? You wanted to put something out. Now she's back out on the streets. Now you want to um, make sure that 
you know, she's not having fun and she's not doing what she's supposed to do. Like, what is it? You know what I mean? And this case gets so confusing. So it's like to the point where I'm like, I don't even want to get into the mucky waters, but you have to, right? You have to ask the hard questions. What are your intentions, Tory Lanez, behind this? And since you now say that you're going to prove something to us, we want to see you prove it. We want to see you show and prove. And I'm going to call you out on it, Tory Lanez. Show me and prove to me. Oh, sorry. Show to me and prove to me that you are an innocent man. Show to me and prove to me that there is evidence that exonerates you from this. Now let's move on to another topic. And this topic is Leslie. So little Uzi Vert has an alter ego called Leslie. And the question that I would like to pose to you guys is, does that make a man bisexual because he has these alter egos that are a little bit more feminine and then not masculine? Like for me, the question is no, because I know female as, as a female, my alter ego could be a little bit more masculine, a little bit more rough around the edges, a little bit more like, you know, whereas, you know, for a man, it could be dressing up as a girl, painting his nails, um, doing his hair pink in the back, you know, and that's his alter ego. And his alter ego could just be something that he's doing for clicks, views, and likes on the internet, right? Maybe if he wasn't the celebrity that he is, maybe he wouldn't be feeding into this alter ego. Nicki Minaj all the time talks about Roman. She talks about all the um, Red Ruby, the sleeves. She talks about all these different alter egos that she has. So would I say to stunt his creative growth because it Leslie seems to be more feminine than your typical, what should we would like to see? Um, absolutely not. But I want to hear what you guys think. Do you guys think it's given bisexual because of his alter ego? Or do you think, hey, we're all allowed to have an alter ego and that just be it and we don't need to read too much into it? Okay, so that was Little Uzi Avert and his alter ego, Leslie. Now, let's jump into Ashanti and Nelly. Now, Ashanti and Nelly have been sparking those dating rumors. They've been dancing. They've been performing their songs that they have together. But outside of dancing and performing their songs that they have together, they've been seen out, spotted out, holding hands. You know, holding hands. It's different to dance with me on the stage, but to hold my hand, that's like putting stakes on somebody. Like, she's mine. He's mine. So I feel like they may be back together, but the rumors are just rumors for now. So I don't want to say anything is concrete until they officially say, yes, we are an item. I'm going to just keep watching and seeing what's going on with the photos and the videos and stuff like that. But it does seem as if Ashanti and Nelly are doing their thing and they, they are back together. Now, Real quick, I want to jump into this Tyrese situation and see what is happening with this Tyrese situation. I'm going to listen to it with you guys, and then we're going to talk about it together. Friend and my family, attorney Benjamin Crump, to join me. I'm asking Ambassador Andrew Young, the ex-mayor of Atlanta, and one of my nearest beloved brothers and friends to meet me. I'm asking Martin Luther King III, my brother, to meet me in the courthouse. 
That's what I want. And I want this man to do exactly what he's there to do on that bench according to the law. That's all. You know what else I'm going to ask? I'm going to ask all of the other judges and anybody who can step in and help me out to do a specific review, pull up all the transcripts for every father that Judge Farmer has ever had to be on the bench for, and I want you to pull up the transcripts and really pick up and point out his conduct. Friend and my family, 22. That way you can set up cameras and you can document everything that's going to be discussed. Because this is all public record and public knowledge, there's nothing confidential about our case. It's all very public. We are going to be discussing Samantha's motion for contempt because she's in contempt of court. We're going to be discussing special master's motion for contempt. We're also going to be discussing Samantha's motion for attorney's fees. And we're also going to be discussing my motion for attorney's fees. You were supposed to pay for your own attorney since you want to argue about the validity of our court case and our marriage and our prenuptial agreement. 22. Okay, so... Tyrese is basically, from my understanding, having some issues with the actual court that is superseding over his case with his ex-wife and feeling as though him and his ex-wife has experienced racism. But this video also sounds as if he's discussing the motions that both him and his ex-wife are filing. So there seems to be issues there too. Um, I just feel like Tyrese, like, I get it, wanting to bring people into the fold to help you and assist you but it's like what are they helping and assisting with what do you want them to do like what does pulling the transcripts and stuff like that what is it going to say what is it going to do why don't you focus more on the trial at state with at stake with you and your ex-wife and less more on the judge and their continence and what how they appear to be because honestly the judges that's how they are they're pretty prude they see cases all the time day in day out and this is not to give the judge any bail this is just saying like when you put yourself in somebody else's shoes when all you're getting all day all all day all day all day is divorce cases and how they're going to split it and whatever you kind of just get like get straight to the point get straight to the point and you may feel like oh well you know what this judge is being racist this judge is being this this judge is being that when in reality the judge has just seen so many goddamn cases the judge is like, just get to the point. What what are we doing here so that they can expedite the case and expedite the process? So I feel like you have to describe wholeheartedly what everything is and not just, and even if you're not going to describe it, I feel like you have to take things in stride and just like go through the proceedings and 
and focus your main attention. Focus on your goal for the case. Your goal for your case is to finish with finish up the case, get a divorce and everything like that, and be done with it. So if that's the goal for the case, then focus there. Don't focus on what the judge is doing, how the judge is doing it, what the judge say or how the judge say. The, ju- the judge isn't there to feed your ego. The judge isn't there to be nice. The judge isn't there to be friendly or be friends or anything like that. The judge is there to overlook your case. So let as long as the judge is overlooking your case and doing what he's supposed to do, then there shouldn't be an issue. Like, you know, in terms of feeling as though he's being racist or whatever the case may be. Um, now that's not to negate the fact that there are some racist judges in that seat that sits over certain cases. I'm just saying it's a lot to just blame someone like that without any evidence or just blame someone like that without with just mere speculation you know what I mean and again I could definitely be wrong there could definitely be more information out there that definitely um puts this judge in a bad space where he is actually being um racist towards him and the ex-wife but I feel like I haven't seen that outright so I won't say that that's the case now last story for this um podcast would be Tiana Taylor and her describing Pharrell no matter how I felt when I was younger like none of these doors would have ever opened if it wasn't for for P with him is why I hold him on such a high pedestal because I didn't I didn't have a dad, you know what I'm saying? And um, he enjoyed me bragging about him, like, you know, calling him dad because it probably hurt maybe him. something that he wanted, you know what I'm saying? He wanted he wanted kids at the time really bad and maybe he was in whatever space he was in, but it was clearly the most, no matter how I felt, it was space mm-hmm. for the both of us. And because also knowing him as well as I know him, it wasn't the thing that you did on purpose. You didn't purposely not protect me, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? It might have been a thing where, like, you, like, you know, he's so gentle, you know, and just kind of just, like, let everybody push him out the way. And I guess for me, that 15-year-old, that girl just needed you to fight a little harder. You know what I'm saying? Needed you to maybe push. Even if you didn't have the strength to, I just needed you to push for me more, you know, to space mm-hmm. for the both of us. Okay. So I kind of get where um, Tiana Taylor is coming from. With that, that um, when she was signed to Pharrell, she felt as though Pharrell should have been able to advocate for her a little bit more in terms of her dealings and stuff like that um, and not be such of. I wouldn't say a pushover, but such an easygoing person, because sometimes when you're the easygoing person in the room, people tend to have a take it take when you're around wolves and you're a sheep, people will take advantage of that. People will take advantage of you. And she was just like, she would have loved if he would have been able to strengthen up a little bit more and kind of, I feel like defend her a little bit more and, and get and gain more access for her and gain more for her. And I don't wrong her for feeling that way. She knows why she feels that way. And we all can sometimes feel how we feel when we are put into certain spaces and we experience certain things. Um, but all in all, Tiana Taylor is going to feel how she feels. Pharrell, he's still doing his thing. And I just feel like, Tiana Taylor is at a point in her career or at the age right now where I'm going to be completely honest, she cannot blame anyone else 
for her not being further along in her career. Like that was the 15 year old girl, but what happened to Tiana Taylor, the woman? That's the question I want to know what happened. And I, and I hate to be like the hard ass, but I get it. Pharrell may not have stood up for you when you were younger, but who is standing up for Tiana Taylor today? Now that you are Tiana Taylor, the woman, who who is doing that? Because I don't see much of Tiana Taylor out there. I don't see your music. I don't see your dancing. I don't see any of it. And I know you're talented as hell. So it's like, who is fighting for you? Why aren't you fighting for yourself? to be in spaces that you belong? Why is it that you're always playing second fiddle to someone else? Why is it that I always see you producing someone else's stuff when you could be producing your own? Why is it that I don't see you doing what you should have been done and making us proud of you? So who, I want to ask Tiana Taylor, this would be my question to her, who is fighting for you now? He didn't fight for you then, but who's fighting for you now? And we can't get into the habit of blaming people for why we didn't reach the measures in which we should have reached when we are also in the space to do that for ourselves and we still haven't done it yet. You know what I mean? But that's just my take on all of it. I hope you guys were able to enjoy another show with Chat with KST. If you're watching this on YouTube, don't forget to leave your comment in the comment section. I look forward to reading your comments. Don't forget to drop a like, a share, and a comment on this video. Hold on, wait. That was a like, a share, and a subscribe. Hit the subscribe button. Yes, that nice subscribe button. Subscribe to the channel. And if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, hey, guys. I'll chat with you guys next time and that was not me trying to do singing because I can't sing okay I'm gonna break out the windows in whatever building I'm in okay but later guys bye